members of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. And welcome once again to a game from Radio, the official Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me in the GHR studio. I have our very own Pronto Comics Definition Man, Dominic Sparano. Word up, dog. We have our very own uh, from the GHR studios, the engineer Zambo. Yeah, Palatoya, how are you? And we whoa, whoa, have. Palatoya? <laughs> what? Yeah, why? Yeah, Did right? you clear this with the man who created the fictional? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I what like does it, it mean? I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, and we have our. This is why you're a writer, not an editor. Yes. Yeah. And we have our uh, two, two, kind of two special guests. We have Eric McAuliffe. Hey. Haha. And we have Sarah Martin. Hello. Uh, they are filmmakers, and they will be talking about their movie in just a few minutes, um, which is awesome because they're here to do so. It's helpful. It is. And uh, but before we do that, we're going to talk to take it away with the non-news. Because we, oh. we, we really don't have news today. It's a very different show. It was a, supposed to be a different show when I woke up this morning, and it's an even more different show now. But that's so, showbiz, baby. Uh, the non-news is brought to you in part by the final you got to learn to roll with it, man. Of the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show, uh, celebrating over 22 years of pop culture and comic book stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next convention, which is the Little Big Apple Con, which will be in the New Yorker, which is their new location. So they are no longer in the, uh, the Penn Pavilion. They are now in the New Yorker on December 14th. And then uh, the regular Big Apple show will be on April 4th I love the New Yorker and Hotel. 5th. On uh, 2020, so right there is the next two shows. I gotta tell you, I love the New Yorker Hotel. I used to work out of the New Yorker Hotel. I was an artist assistant for this guy. This ma- he called himself a, a maximalist painter. Uh huh. He went by the art name of Stavinsky. Shout out to Stavinsky. Mm, sort of yes, sort of no. He All was right. a cool cat though. Like I was fun working with the guy, but he he had a really cool setup. He had two apartments in the New Yorker Hotel that they he, connected. He re- that he connected. And it was like, it was a room maybe just a little like the size of these two rooms put together. Right. But he really maximized the space. The space. He, t- he turned one of the bathrooms of the apartment into an office. Like, so I'm sitting there, like, like I'm like, this, huh. I'm in a bathroom right now, but I'm on his, <laughs> his printer's behind me, and I'm, I'm like so, on his iMac. Please, please tell me Speaking of bathrooms, kind of Sarah, since you wanted to talk about it, why don't you mention what you, we learned earlier today? Oh, this lovely lady. <laughs> um, what's her name? Dominique? No, that's well, that's Dominic. You're Dominic. Dominique. Okay. We just sorry. Call her, I don't, sorry. Dominique Sparano. <laughs> sorry. What's her name? We, well, I just Woo! call her my lady. Oh, your lady introduced us to the new Charmin Ultra. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, apparently it's a giant roll of Charmin Ultra, like giant. And it Last lasts you a month. a month. She's so yeah. happy. I'm so excited about it. I would um totally use that for my uh, business. Wherever my lady glo- goes, she just... Spreads happiness and joy. I was so excited to hear this. It's probably the best thing I've heard all year. Yeah, there's a only, giant role. And, and everyone has ever met her when she has, as she's been with me in my life. There's only one person out there who was a dick. Oh, really? That was it. Just oh. recently. Oh well, they suck. Thank you. So that's oh. what we feel about about this person too. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. suck. 
I feel if you have a problem with my lady, it's your problem, not well, hers. It costs zero dollars to be nice. You exactly. Know I mean? You know, she says that yeah, all the time. Yeah, right. true. Currently, she's watching this and she's like, "Oh my god, they're talking about me." Yes, yes we, we are. are. Thank yeah. you. I personally Charmin also Ultra. feel that so, positively. So yay for that. that. Shout out to Sherman. Yep. It's so out. weird because her her eyes lit up Thank when you. you mentioned bathroom. So I was like, "All right, there's a chance to, to <laughs> say it." Also, it's a nice hotel, so it's a nice venue. To get back to the point, yeah. It'll probably be like really successful there. I gotta say, I didn't particularly like the Pennsylvania Hotel and how they set it up. It was just what it was. That's yeah. That was, and I, I've having been in the New Yorker, it is a nice. It, little, it's a good thing. three to four star hotel. Mm, right. It's not the most expensive in the city. It's not the least expensive in the city. It's really conveniently located to Penn Station, even more so to some degree than the Pennsylvania. Yeah, if you walk around the yeah, you know, because right. it's right as you get out on the Eighth Avenue side. It's right there. You can't miss it. There's a nice diner right there. You can get something to eat. I oh, know yeah. food's always yes, a big thing. I do for like you. that diner over there. So I think it'll be a really a good fit. Nice. So that's uh, BigAppleCC.com uh, and check nice. out for uh, the uh, headliners will be announced soon. Hopefully, because we're running out of months. Um, <laughs> also, I want to do the shout outs for our Patreons, of which there are Danny Grillo, award winning director Jared Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Millie Portes, Kyle Horn, Dresden Media, Unjikun. And Bree Nicholas. So if you guys want a shout out for uh, just for a dollar a month, go to our website, www. A measly dollar. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com. Look up a came for Ray on the search bar and you can uh, get your own right. little shout out too. Um, and let's see. I believe. I've got some news. From the desk of uh, Dominic Definition, Dominica Definition. <laughs> Dominica. Sorry. Sperano. You know, it's funny. That guy, that painter, he would call me Dominique. <laughs> How many? And I was like, I, I could. He was just like, you're paying me. I can't. He's paying I can't, me. I can't be mad at you. He decided his name was Stephen, but he. Sorry. He threw in an S, a K, and an I to be Stavinsky. I'm like, who am I to tell this guy he can't like slightly mispronounce my name? He's an Fine. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I, I have two R pieces of news. Times. All right. So from the desk of Dominique Sperano. So, uh, starting Sperano. in yeah, just completely change my name around. Why okay. don't you just call me John Smith? Okay. There you go. Um. Starting Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Depending on when you hear this, uh, starting on July 19th at Island Pottery Studio, I'm going to be doing workshops Ooh. on one nice. night, one night of pottery making for two hours from 6:30 to 8:30. Congrats! You can go to islandpotterystudio.com or just Google Island Pottery Studio. Are you going to play the music? You going to play it? Oh my! No, 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 no. But everyone asks that. No, <laughs> it won't be a ghost experience. My shirt remains on the entire time. <laughs> Which, yeah, no, everyone should be happy about that. All I'm, all I'm saying is just every April Fool's or every Halloween, you offer right. that to people, but I, it's not yeah. you that's doing The worst it. is Valentine's Day. Oh. Everyone thinks they're original on Valentine's Day. We're going to go learn how to <laughs> wheel throw. No. But it's two hours. Uh, you're going to learn the basics of wheel throwing, because um, mm -hmm. if you didn't know, this is not my main paying gig, yeah. being an amazing uh, co-host on a, a great radio show. Um, thank you. So if you want, if you're interested, it's $60 a person. You can get, uh, get in touch. Island Pottery Studio starting July 19th. Nice. Uh, 6.30 to 8.30. Great for a couple's date, you know, or if you're just looking for someone to do on a Friday night, you can bring your own Someone snacks. to do or something to something do. Something to do. You said someone. someone to do. You know. Yeah, baby. It worked out for Patrick Swayze. Cost extra. It got That's you know. It's cost, up. Just cost, not in the studio. Cost more than the two. Just not at the studio. You bring enough. You bring enough wine and pottery, man. You mix that. Seventy dollars. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what's What's the other? Big the other news? piece of news was uh, yesterday. My my lady and I, and even a little bit today for lunch, we celebrated uh, Bourdain Day. 
Ah, Bourdain oh, yes. Day. A celebration of Anthony I Bourdain's uh, life. I almost forgot about that. I yeah. almost forgot about we that. We had a great day yesterday. Um, we stopped off. We had some steak tartare at Cassis. We got Bourdain's book at this great uh, place, Escape Pod Comics in Huntington. So, And nice. if you love comic books and you're in the western Suffolk area, they're a great store. Uh, Menachem's got an amazing encyclopedic knowledge of comics. And I walked in. I'm like, you know, it's Bourdain Day. I'd like to buy one of his books. He's like, oh, I think I have and was able to get it for me immediately. Perfect. Um, and then we stopped off at some other places, and it was a really great day. So if you haven't celebrated yesterday, try and celebrate Bourdain Day in your own way. Ha- eat something you never ate before. Have a drink. Toast the man. There you go. Have good food. So, um, so I, there you go. I filled in some of the yes. news for you, sir. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Um, oh, we can. Uh, I can talk about the Eternalcon because that happened uh, this past weekend. Oh yeah. There yeah. you go. How so, how was Titan Security? <laughs> they were n- the con. They were not as bad as as they have been in the past. Well, that's something. But they were still. That's like know. saying hell was like ten degrees cooler. The, <laughs> yes, mm. yes, because um, as as we know, Dominic's favorite uh, company who runs security is Titan Security, and this year they dumbest security group of people <laughs> ever. What do you really think about them? So like they. I can't say it on the radio mark <laughs> so um i have to say that they actually were working a little better they were more organized they were uh, better but you know it was a it was a it was a light a light con so they were able to handle any any problems without any difficulty which they- is weird i went through the metal detector at least four times in one day and only one time i actually beeped that was weird it was very weird why'd that's you- called profiling <laughs> why'd you beep i don't know i have no idea Sneaking something in. I put everything yeah, in my bag because I knew how metal detectors work. So I was like, here's everything in the bag. I went through once. No problem. Second time. Third time. And the fourth time, I Beep. beeped. I'm oh like, boy. I don't. How is this possible if I've done the exact same thing three other times? The thing that got me about that, it's like, look, I'm carrying an exhibitor badge. You think I just paid a ton of money to, to like suddenly do something that, to that this? That allows you to bring food in this time. So, That's smarter too. <laughs> so Ooh. they they allowed the people because um, it was me and, and my friend. Shout out to Rolo. Uh, we were walking back in. Rolo. And he had food and he put the food down, but this guy cut in front of him, mm. and the security guard was like, "Oh, you can't bring that in because he was right. just some dude." But then he was like, that's not mine. And then when Rolo went, it's like, yeah, that's mine. He goes, well, you can bring the food in. I'm like, oh, how about that? That's well, a little well, smarter. Well. So like I said, they're, they're, they're slowly improving. Great. Um, Eternal Con, in they 10 had, more years, they'll have a functioning con. <laughs> they had uh, Big Bird uh, was there and um, three other was guys. Was the from... dude actually in the costume? No, no. no. no he retired. He retired right. the costume. But I know they had someone... Someone yeah. took over Big Bird. Big yeah, Bird just yeah. didn't get written off the show. Yeah, so he retired, he retired being, really? being wow. Big Bird, but uh, he was there. What's the um, point of seeing him in, outside of the costume? Because, you know... Hey, look, he's a tall guy. It's like seeing the voice actor. Yeah. It's like seeing a voice actor for it, like, your favorite you know, Correct. It's something like that. They had a... Uh, and unlike Peter Mayhew, like you haven't seen him out of the costume enough to know exactly who that it was, is. Right. True. True. true that true. is true. That does make sense. Um, let's see. They had uh, Anson Williams, uh, who played uh, Eric, the... Uh, what was the guy's name? On uh, Dun- You guys watch Dungeons and Dragons, the old cartoon, Dungeons and Dragons? No. I've seen a few episodes, yeah. He played the oh, no. the guy with the shield. Oh! And he was the guy also, with the shield? He was also on Happy Days. He played Eric, but yes. he was also on Happy okay. Days. was his main uh, thing. They had Peter Scolari. They okay. had um, two Power Rangers. My my favorite Power Ranger, Johnny Young Bosch, who's the uh, second black ranger who's not black. And then we had the... Well, you got to say that. And uh, then they had the original yeah. Red Ranger, uh, Austin St. John, who was there. They had a panel. We have oh, all man. the pictures are up on our Facebook page. I put them up yeah, this morning. I, I haven't tagged you. people yet, but they're up there. I will tell you this. Whenever I hear the Red Ranger is going to be there, if it's not Austin St. John, 
It's not the Red Ranger. But There's he, one Red Ranger. But he was there. It was a really cool panel. Actually, uh, they were talking and uh, had the Q&A. And this guy, he was very nervous. And he's like, if you guys would have a, a TV show, what would it be? And they're like, well, do we have it together? Do we have it separate? They're like, uh, together. And they decided to make a, a spinoff show of Fast and the Furious called Slow and Steady, which is just <laughs> the two of them sitting in a car talking about what they should do. And at the very end, they call the cops. You know who could it direct that? It was hilarious. That? You know who would be the best director for that? Who? Kevin Smith. Oh, yes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. That is. Kevin, if you're listening, well, you should get in touch. Why not Sarah? She's a director. She I'm not saying it. Sarah can't do it. I'm just saying if anyone's ever made a career of two people just out of talking. two people in one frame ch- chatting, it's Kevin Smith. I'm I'm assuming you two can agree with that. Like and chatting about nothing. Sure. Right. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Her, I'm enthusi- just saying. her enthusiasm between <laughs> talking about Kevin Smith too. to the toilet, toilet paper, paper is <laughs> very extremely this is exciting. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna say Seinfeld's a close second with his Netflix That's true. show. With his Netflix show. That's true. Jerry Seinfeld could easily direct that. Comedians in cars getting coffee is just stagnant poses of them of just, just them chatting drinking about coffee everything. in a car or in a coffee shop. That's it. And, yeah. And also, <laughs> that would be awesome. And also, beyond the the panel I went to, they also went to the uh, Magic Garden panel. Uh-huh. Um, do you guys know the Magic Garden, Eric? Can't Sarah? say it. No. Apparently, you're okay. the only one who knows three this. Three for three of a no. Okay. So, <laughs> the Magic Garden. You, uh, do you guys have? Uh, Is it a garden that ha- magic happens in? Yes. Okay. Have you guys ever heard of Romper Room by chance? Yes. I have. Okay, so it was Romper Room was on Channel Nine, or you uh, you guys are on Long Island, but it was on uh, the one channel, mm-hmm. and the other channel had the Magic Garden, which was two uh, girls who were like hippie chicks. That's what they were. They swung around on a swing and they sang songs. It was basically like Rob Bruce. How old were they? Similar. Oh, my gosh. Uh, back then? <laughs> like on the show, what was their age? I'm going to say they were in their 20s. All right, that is hippie. Yeah. you were telling me like it was like child actors that are 11. That's no, kind of no, no, what no, they no. should be doing. No, no, no. They were. Singing uh, songs and swing on swings. So <laughs> they, they've no, been. I'm seeing it now. Zambos pulled it up. Yeah, no, those are hippies. They've oh, yeah, been. Flat out. They've those been, are dyed in the wool. They've been friends for 65 years. They've been eating kale all their life. It was a hugely popular show in where I came, where I grew up in Queens. And, you know, and that became, far away magical land It became land syndicated. It was a very popular show back in the day. And, um,. They had made a Christmas special, but it got lost in the archives. And then there was a flood. <laughs> was it? St- and then, <laughs> then there was a flood. Yeah, then there was a flood. So they found the tape. Like the, the the guy found the tape of the Christmas episode, and they brought it back. And to celebrate that, they came on our show. Aww. Um, I think it was five years ago. Wow. And now they play it every Christmas. How old on, are they now? Well, old? if they've Not been friend, if they've been friends for sixty five years, they're up there. And the show wow. was in the seventies. Can't believe they're still <laughs> that's, alive. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what they said. <laughs> oh that's, my gosh, that's exactly. They're like the one thing that people come up to is goes, "Oh my gosh, you're you're here," and they, "Oh my god, you're still alive." Right. It's nice that they're both still alive is what I mean, really. What do you say to that? Like, I can't believe you're alive. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> well, I've done my best not to be, but unfortunately, <laughs> here I am. So Amen. actually, on that website is our, is our recording of, of the show when they were on oh, it. Oh, no way. Wow. Um, yeah, so they were really cool. They sang to us, which was an amazing thing. Um, so then they are actually going to be in Bayshore, New York on October 6th. And they're going to have a show in Bayshore. So they're going to be performing their songs. It's great hey. for the kids. It's a great uh, little event. And then, they, you know, they sing on the panel. That's and awesome. It was awesome. How old are they? 
Um, like I said, they've been friends for 65 years, and they say, uh, don't bother to do the math. They're old. That's They're old. <laughs> well, I don't know when that picture was taken. Yeah, that but picture looks like it's dated. It's, That's it seems all. like that it's picture looks like it's from the 90s. Yeah. I was going to say I'm 90s. just curious. Their headshots don't match what I would imagine. <laughs> no. no. Carol so, DeMoss and Paula James. Yes, but my, they are, my, but thing, very... my big question is, when they found the Christmas special... Was it next to the Star Wars Christmas special? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no. Um, the, Weirdest Christmas special ever. The, the Christmas okay. special, apparently the flood was in like this locked cabinet and the Christmas special was on the top shelf. So because the flood came in, destroyed everything at the bottom, when the guy opened that's the thing, floods do. he found it on top. So that's how they, they brought it back. So every year there was a flood. On, on PIX, uh, the CW, they play it around Christmas time, the lost Christmas episode, and they come down, they play a little music. It's is that, really cool. Is that before or after the Yule Log? Um, I think it's uh, after. Okay. So so yeah. So if Don't you guys, mess with my Yule log. so if you guys are fans of that, and um, they're also so yeah. So we got we got press passes to that event. We're gonna cover it. Charlie loves these guys, and I love them too. They're very. It's very cool seeing like you know the old school childhood people. Sure. And they sure. come and they do stuff, and it just brought me right back. Kid Mark was so excited. Aww. Right there, I was That's like, wow, the key this to is getting so nice. a good review out of you. Touch this is so nice <laughs> in the. Internal yeah. way, yeah, In baby. That's yes. what I'm saying. Speaking of which, this don't one, touch um, Kid Mark. Period. Um, so fun so trivia. It's also the week of Michael Jackson's passing. How did you remember him? I didn't. That's there a whole. Go. That's a whole show. I've been meaning to talk Was about. Was the that touching whole child Mark thing made you think of <laughs> Michael I Jackson? Actually, I have a joke. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what did What did the father say to Michael Jackson at the beach? What? What? Hey, get out of my son. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my bosses told me that joke one time and just stuck Ooh. with me. Is that the one you wanted? Ooh. <laughs> Actually, that was a pretty good one, but yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I, think, I think ooh is an appropriate response plus the. Oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe. That to end it, you know? Yeah, there you go. Um, I, that oh. was a good joke, sorry. Guys. Also, uh, I want to no mention I liked it. That, I liked it. That I totally. Accurate. I like how you're standing behind the joke. Yep, I have to. <laughs> oh, you know, it's yeah. not wrong. I, I totally messed ground. up on my on my big time question for the Power Rangers because I was so excited and nervous as I tend to be around them. Can I guess what the question was? What is the question that you think I asked? How can the Green Ranger play a flute on a knife when he's <laughs> wearing when a the mask. lips of the thing <laughs> don't even move? It's magic. a magic flute, but no. No. So I I had. Have you, would you ever ask Tommy that question? Because no. I know you refer to him as Tommy. No, I, I would not. I've interviewed him twice, but no, I would not ask him. No. That. You're so afraid I, he'd beat I'm, you I'm up. I'm able to, you know, I'm able to. Because he could. I'm able to switch the swing to switch the myself. You know, get out of fanboy. Yeah, to be professional. But I was I was I was in a not a good headspace over the weekend, and I had forgotten that the two of them, uh, Austin St. John and Johnny Bosch, had acted together. On the show, because if you remember, um, Austin St. John's had left the series. Mm-hmm. Was he left, when, or was he just told, you've got peach fuzz, you got to go? What happened was, for those of you who do not know, um, it was a non-union show. And <laughs> the show was making show. Boku hand over fist money. And they were like, hey, we want to be in the union, we want some money. And uh, the the fox was like, they said it just like that. Yeah, and hey, fox, we want uh, some money. And Give fox, us some money. And we fox was money. like, uh, no money for you. And they were like, well, we're gonna walk. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And so what happened was three of these of these six people left. Right. I, I've yep. always I've always led to believe that if all six of them had left, they would have 
gotten the money, just like Seinfeld. Yeah. You simply um, replace. If you look at um, take the idea. New York yeah. Undercover. Because they're not union. If you look at so. New York Undercover, if you look at this, you know, there's right. certain shows where the, where the whole group stood together. Right. And then when they didn't stand together. So this was one of those cases where they whoot, went out. Yeah, and so but John half Han the Bosch, show was already shot in Japan anyway. But it was so popular. I believe, I well, yes. Thank but you. I believe that. They only needed them they, for half the show. But, uh, well, they were working like three to four episodes uh, a week. They were working work to the bone. Like, they didn't know how popular the show was because they were too busy working on the show. So when um, the, the three left, mm-hmm. then they brought in some new characters on the show itself. Now you can clearly see it. But back then, they were using stand-ins and, and right. doubles. So you really didn't know. And all of a sudden, the voices changed. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. What did his voices change? And then the new people came in. They became the new Power Rangers. So I was like, oh, yeah. They, these two had never been acting together. But then right. we had, if you remember, we had Karen Ashley yeah. on the show when she was talking about The Order, her movie that she was making. Right, right. Um, they brought those two together. So my question was, since you two never were acting together, what was it like acting together? And uh, they were like, well... He did come back when I was on the show. I was like, ah, oh, man, I well, yeah, can't. Yeah, because they would do those reunion shows. When they did the, when he they did Zio, he came back as the Gold Ranger, and Adam was there as the Green Ranger. So I was like, oh, it just, it, it hurt that I made that kind of mistake. How dare you, sir? Yes, for all the Power Ranger fans out there, you I apologize. To, you need to hand in the Power Ranger oh, uh, fan badge for that. Um, but other than that, it was a decent convention. I saw a lot of my friends. I got to eat, and I also, oh, <laughs> I love it. You <laughs> every convention, eat. I got to eat. I love you know I love to eating. That's it may, the best I, part. I say it you may not s- look like it, but I, I know you so skinny. <laughs> I love to eat. Speaking of eating, I'll let you finish your thought, but I I do have something I want to say. Okay, I know you'll enjoy. So um, also um, our uh, our Patreon award ring director Jared Perel, he had his final New York screening of his movie Incoherence on on that Saturday night. Sorry, I didn't night. hear you. On that Saturday night, <laughs> funny. Thank you. And um. I got to see the movie for a second time, and I went to premiere. Shout out to the Soho Film Festival. Did you understand um, it better? I was actually so when I watch a movie a second time, I, mean, I look for different things. Okay. And so I was I was really cool with it. And the funny thing was is that in the movie the guy had kids, and the kids didn't have any lines at all. So my question was, how come you had these kids in the movie that didn't speak? Like you could have just used like babies or, or whatever or older kids. And he said, well, a those are my actual kids. It wasn't Jared. It was the uh, the writer. He was like, "Hey, those are my actual kids." And B, the for the purpose of the story, they were just props. They weren't like a character. They were just you know something that they had to deal with. That's why they didn't speak. I was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, what an interesting choice." And then, as I mentioned before, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, one of the things was that as every every cliche that you think you would hit, because certain movies have certain cliches. Horror movies, you know, you introduce people, then they get all stabby stabby, and whatever. That's how movies go. Right. Romantic comedy, you know, they, they one person lies to the other, then they there's a misunderstanding, then they break up, get together. That's how that's the romantic thing. comedies. Yeah. Right. So this movie um, was a you know getting the band back together after breaking up type deal, and every single thing the cliches they didn't they they didn't hit. But they still hit the beats of it, and I thought that was kind of different and That's impressive. So um, the most important thing that the writer had said was um, the wife. In this version, in this movie, the wife was completely supportive of him making the band. Usually in these type of movies, the wife is against it, right, and right. you know, blah blah. But she was supportive, and I think that that whole twist was a great of how it was. And then the resolution. We got to get so. the band back together. Yeah, so go check out Incoherence. <laughs> okay, have fun. So, Finally, uh, okay, example, you want that last bit of uh, news before we take our break? Yes. We're on a mission from God. So we actually had a, a chef come in for the Grindhouse show. And Ooh, I'm, not, I'm not plugging my show. I'm chef. just saying we had a chef come in. Right? Plug, plug. Did he leave food for me to eat? He almost did. 
Only because we <laughs> it ate that. It doesn't really count. It Almost was, because we ate. It was so good we ate it. Exactly. You hear that? You hear that? So it's in Long we Island. Were, we were it's good. It's in Long Island City. <laughs> okay. And in one of the in one of the, his restaurants, he has a mac and cheese burger. Uh huh. However, you're just making this worse for him. It was a mac and cheese. Go on. Stuffed burger, wrapped in bacon. Oh, oh come on, man. So. I'm I gonna, can feel my gonna, heart palpitating now. Let you me tell this? you though, the one quarter of the burger that I had was enough to make me go, "Yeah, Mark's gonna." Love you hear this? this? I, I bet we were going to have food for you, and I'm but we ate it. And Mark would would have loved it, but it mysteriously Mark disappeared and ended up down the hall and to the left a couple hours later. <laughs> I can just feel the blockages <laughs> forming as we talk about this. <laughs> exactly. I'm I gonna know. find <sighs> the name of the restaurant for you, and and well, um, I'm, I'm gonna put I'm, an order I'm, in because you're closer uh, to a stent in 20 years. Well then. A re- reserve a stent. Reverb, pre-order. Re- reserve stent. I'd like you to take the vein from this part of my leg, please, for my bypass. Thank you very much. And just can, can you just cryo-freeze it? Why? Because in about <sighs> yeah. 20 years, it's going to catch up it. to me. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that would be the sad news for this week. No, that was the no, no food for Mark. No food, no food for Mark. For Mark. I've got Chinese thing. back there if you want some. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. So we're ready for our break. We'll be it was good. I got it. I got it at this. Uh, we just realized that there's this great um, food court. A food oh, court food, on yeah, uh, Jericho Turnpike. Yeah. Have you been there? No, but I was told of it. Yeah, uh, really authentic. Mm-hmm. So authentic, chicken feet and tripe authentic. Mm-hmm. Right. A lady walked in. She looked at that. She's like, um, "What's this?" Um, I'm like, "Here, honey, let's just stick with the let's All stick right. with the white people food." <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Sorry, guys. Came. Yes. What? No, I'm just telling my what? people that are watching that nobody spoke to me. So sorry for watching. So just keep watching. We I'm were. I brought we you into the we conversation. No, I, know, I just want to let them know that we're going to talk about me because that's the only yes. reason why they're watching. Yes. Yes. So we are. We are going. We're on Facebook Live. So we're going to ramp it up. We're going to talk so, there. We so people who who haven't watched our show, we do our, our news. We we get settled. The idea of the news and the, and the other stuff is to get settled, to get into it, to get the little vibe going. We take our break, and then it's all about our guests, and they have a whole half Thank an hour. Yeah. It's like how they always the put the big interviews in the magazines at the end of the magazine to make you read the whole magazine. Exactly. Basically. So we're going to take our break. We'll be right back if you came from the radio. Michael McManus. I played Kai on Lex. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. This is Xenia Seberg, who played Zev on the show Lex, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hey guys, I'm Christy, and I'm here to make the coolest custom cake for your next event. I also do cake pops, cupcakes, cookies, you name it. So if you're searching for the perfect birthday gift, preparing for your big day, or maybe there's nothing coming up, but your sweet tooth may have just given your brain a swift kick because of me. Give me a call at 631-606-8166 or follow me at Custom Cakes by Christy INC. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y. Thanks. This is Carrie Steller from In the Girls Corner, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Everyone, this is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. 
That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. Hey, this is Ty Monk, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to It Came From The Radio, for sure. Thank you, Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres. Get the Nelly. Definitely. Make that permission. My name is Ronald Zambo, the engineer. Hello. Um, Eric McCaife. McAuliffe. McAuliffe. Eric McAuliffe, the assistant director of Silent Envy Productions. That's my film company. My name is Sarah Martin, the director of Silent Envy Productions. And Sarah Martin. So, Sarah, now yes. that we're here talking all about you, it's all about you. Great. So, what have you been up to since you've been on the show last? And I know you uh, you had a premiere of yep. uh, your film, Menagerie. Was it Menagerie? It was Menagerie. Menagerie. There yes. you go. I got it right. So, since I've seen you last, I've worked on six feature films, um, probably about 15 short films, and two TV shows. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. So, really no busy. wonder you haven't been able to come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm really busy. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your company? Okay. I'll tell about your latest project. Okay. And tell us how you two got together. All right. So Silent Envy Productions was a company that me and Eric formed in 2016 after I left my previous film company um, that I won't mention. Anyway, so I kidnapped Eric from a radio show. Actually. I hope they go down in flames. I, me too. They, okay. they actually did. I destroyed them. Yeah. So anyway, did you? Yep. How'd you do that? It's a long story. Was We're going to need a longer show to explain Was it like one. gaslighting or did you just bomb them? Yeah, a little bit of both. A little just, bit of both. Yeah. All she needed was a match. Psychological and physical terror? Yeah, yeah. Torture, word of torture, whatever you want to do. I like it. I like it. But, I like uh, your style. I kidnapped Eric from a radio show. And, did you uh, know that? Are you blink yeah. twice if you have, uh, <laughs> if you Eric, need to escape? Eric, you can say anything. Stockholm anything. Syndrome <laughs> has set in? No. <laughs> Give it time. Call, call for help. Call I think help. it's been like what three, four years. I think I'm fine. Get one of those culty yeah. programming guys. And uh, <laughs> and that radio show is now downhill as well. So that was great. We shut them down because they sucked. Let's and, not uh, get on these people's bad side. <laughs> no, definitely not. But uh, I we took them. They then they had no one to run the TriCaster, and it was a very sad story for them. But nobody cares because who are they? Who? Nobody knows. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ooh. But um. Now, moving forward, uh, we're working on our next feature film. Our last one was called Menagerie, and it was about the eyeball killer, Charles Albright. Um, he murders prostitutes, cuts out their eyeballs, sews them into taxidermy. Very romantic. Not romantic <laughs> at all. And uh, I can see the romance in it. The movie before that was Nefarious. That was my first very own feature that I did pretty much solo. Um, so that was interesting. That was, that was our first movie for Silent Envy. And then uh, our next movie is called The One, and it's about online dating gone wrong. Very. That was I don't know if that's a horror movie or just... It's reality. 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 That so, was where the, the, the YouTube uh, little thing, right? Little, uh, yes. Yes, I yes, saw yes. that. It was very good. So you've been working on that, promoting that, fundraising, and uh, getting our crowdfunding up, which we've been doing really well on. So Awesome. Yeah, we start filming in two months after my surgery. I'm having a surgery. Don't worry, guys. I'll be fine. And uh, Good luck. Feel better. Thank you. Did you have one too many of those... Uh, uh, mac and cheeseburgers wrapped in, <laughs> in bacon. bacon from that chef that you had. Yeah, because yes. yeah. that'll the Philly you'll need surgery. She after had that, that deep fried yeah. afterwards. Oh. There and, you go. Uh, so yeah, it's Stop um, playing with my heart. I can't give anymore. We start filming in two months. We're actually we start the audition process tonight. We're gonna go through thousands of submissions because we're really overwhelmed this year with people that want to be on the movie, and uh, I don't even know how I'm gonna sort through them, Eric. I'm just gonna let Eric do that. Good luck. Good luck, Eric. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Will you be using the age-old casting couch? 
obviously. Okay, no, no, good. no. We use uh, we use like backstage, and we use Actors Access, Casting Networks, things like that. And then we go through a series of uh, video submissions, and then we meet them in person, and we see if if everybody has good chemistry. Because I won't work with them if I can't stand them. So that's you know that's a my good patience is zero nowadays. So. I'm, I'm noticing that. Yeah, I have zero. Yeah. So seriously, but I'm super awesome to work with. We have a lot of fun on set. We travel all over the country. We have a lot of fun. That's Everyone good. loves it. Everyone loves working with me. I got a couple of people that are in the uh, chat that have worked on some of my movies. They're super supportive, awesome people, and they're watching right now. Thank you, guys. Craig, Hi. Chris. Hi, guys. Hi, hey. Chris. And uh, a bunch of others. They so, might have left us earlier, but that's okay. Well, they can listen. They'll, They'll always come back. They always They'll come, come back. crawling back. <laughs> they don't some, want her rage. Some people no. off of Facebook are watching as well. Nice. I oh. don't have Facebook. I sent them the link. So. Who doesn't have Facebook? People. people <laughs> people, people out there. Uh, Facebook Mark gets still me. knows. Mark gets me. Those who don't want the government to know. Pe- Facebook still knows, though. Oh, it let's, still knows. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Still knows. They have Facebook accounts. They just don't know they have Facebook accounts. Zuckerberg Facebook knows accounts. all. Yeah. So let's let's talk about making a movie because it ain't easy. No, it's a lot of work. And, it, and it, as you were mentioning, it takes a lot of money to make a film. A lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of patience. A lot of um, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears. It's a lot of work. Uh, people don't realize the work that goes into it. You have to do the pre-production stuff where it's just finding locations, finding actors, finding mm-hmm. props, making sure everything makes sense, the story, the script. I mean, it's endless. Making sure that people know how to act and don't sound you know, ridiculous. Um, making sure they have to look for it, making sure you have a makeup artist, special effects, sound quality. Um, behind the scenes, you need music. You need, I mean, it's endless. Uh, yes. food, you need food, Mark. Yes, yeah, you have, we, you have yeah. to craft services. services. We feed you everyone really important. well. We feed them really well. Like, really well. Ridiculous. We, and we always have food left over, which I hate wasting food. So, You can it's give fine. it to Mark. Mark, you Mark want to come clean it. house after? Because we've had to give away like full heroes <laughs> we, yeah, and like, salads. Full, and we also have hero and, not cut, not though. Salad. Do you mostly shoot locally? <laughs> um, well, it depends. Sometimes we shoot on location. Like our last movie we filmed in Mississippi, Connecticut, and parts of Pennsylvania and New York. Okay. So I try to shoot locally because it's probably better for us, especially financially wise. But um, this next one, we're going to be filming upstate. So we have this beautiful house upstate New York. Sweet. Nice. Awesome in the woods. It's really creepy, but it's a beautiful home. It's a four bedroom, huge, like cottage style house. Is so, it Airbnb? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's a, it's a film rental. And, uh, really? Cool. We could do Airbnb, I guess, but you have to like. We've done that in the past. It was HomeAway. We used the website HomeAway, right? Yeah. And uh, we just you just have to tell the owner what you're doing, get insurance. You know, there's uh-huh. insurance, there's permits, there's there's a lot involved that people yeah. don't realize. I'm just saying, what can help you out is if you're shooting locally and it's the end of the day, call Mark. He'll pick up all that food. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be. We're out of the distance. We'll be shooting at a, a couple of bar locations on Long Island and some office spaces. And uh, and two apartments. Nice. So, so does the online dating go go bad? Because you does are... it ever go right? It goes bad. It goes bad. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a catfish, except it's not a catfish. So I don't want to give it all away. You have to watch. Well, the don't. Movie, well, yeah. You'll see what happens. So when you come up with your idea, so let's say, are you right now? You're all in on this movie, or or are you already thinking of the next movie? Well, we already have scripts for the next five years, pretty much. So, like, people always try to send me their scripts. I'm not going to open or read them. I, I have too much stuff that I'm working on. I, and I tell them, don't send me your scripts. I won't look at them. I just have so you're much. honest. So you're like no, the, I really, I, people waste my time every day. And crush all hope. No, it, no I'm not going to crush the hope. If they want me to do their script, they just have to pay me. 
because I'm not going to just do it and do it on my budget. You know what right. I mean? That's what people assume. Oh, I have this great idea. I'm like, Everybody has a great idea for a movie, I promise you. Everyone I've ever met has a great idea for a movie. I do. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you do. I, I really don't. But I'm sure you do. But everyone has come up to me, sorry, I have this great idea, I have this great idea, which I'm sure they do. But I also have my ideas, and we already have scripts for the next five years, like I said. So we already, we're pretty booked. I don't have money, but I have this beautiful currency called exposure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's I great. Right, it's right. just yeah. as good as money. So I can pay my rent with that. Yeah, exactly. It's I can get food. It is. It's clothing. stressful. And uh, yes. people, yeah. I get messages literally every day. You know what you should say? I believe it. Yeah. Like, like, I got a great idea. Like, good. You should start a production company and make it happen. <laughs> right. I tell them that. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, well, what's your budget? And they're like, oh, well, I was hoping you could just do it. I'm like, no, yeah, just no. do it with what? All my equipment, all my gear and my crew. I'm like, are you crazy? I had a weird <laughs> experience uh, early on in the Pronto Comics uh, climb where we had a filmmaker kept coming and it's like the name of the company is Pronto Comics. Okay. It's right there. Right. Comics. Sure. He kept. He came to several meetings. Like, so when are you guys gonna do films? It's like, it's comic book. Comic book company. Right. We have that's, no plans that's awesome. to do film. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. We make comics. You want to yeah. make a comic? And he's like, no, no, I want to do movies. Like, that's why not, are you no. here? That's not how this works. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's not, not how any of this works. <laughs> I know. I feel like that lady in the Geico commercial. <laughs> I can that's make a film. I feel like I should add that to the board for you guys. <laughs> that's not yeah. how this works. And that's for those of you who, who do know me, I give everyone a chance all the time. Good for you. Like too much, though, to the point where I aggravate myself over it. Mm. Um, Don't do that. Eric, right? Yeah. So this year we're doing things a little bit differently just because we are so overwhelmed and we have the traffic now that it, it's like so overwhelming mm. that, that we have, you know, the ability to just kind of pick and choose what we want now. That's awesome. Which is great, I know, but it is really overwhelming, and, and you want to help everyone out, but you can't. And uh, I explain that to everybody. So now we're, we're really just going for the quality this time overall, because this is going to be our best movie we've ever made. So Until the next one. In, well, there you go. Ah, Touche. Until the next one. So we are, we are really keeping it tight. I like that. That was good. Thank you. This is what happens when I've had two nice days in a row. I'm pleasant. Huh. All right. Yeah. Normally he's mean. Are yeah. you? Oh. Seriously. Nah. Just a little abrasive. Well, we bonded over the toilet paper. So. There we there I we mean, go. if you're going to bond over something. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta be It'll be the Charmin challenge. The Charmin, Charmin challenge. There you go. So, why did you decide to do your own production company? Let's 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 go all oh, the way back. Why did you that's decide? Easy. I want to make my own movies. I want to do it my way. I'll tell you why. If, can I guess quickly though? Yeah. Because the other production company sucked. Um. Yes and no. Okay. You're I'll not wrong. Right. You're not wrong. Um. So what happened was years ago I wanted to do acting. Um. I had gotten some a couple of degrees in college to please my parents, and it's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> you know, whatever. Were they? Useful degrees, or are oh, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, I can get jobs and be successful with them. Like and marketing or something, like a businessish or no, science degree. Or? No. God forbid you have a fallback if everything yeah. goes no, under. No psychology and stenography. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, real see, jobs. Like, I got a degree in art. My degree oh, is useless. And that's a good. That's a fun. <laughs> it was a fun degree. You did what you wanted. <laughs> I did what I wanted. Yeah. I was stupid. I shouldn't have spent sixty grand on that. <laughs> it's expensive. I know. But you did what you wanted, and hopefully you're applying that now. I did. I am. Yeah. Hence the the pottery thing. But... Right. That's really good. good for <laughs> but you. I, I have no backup on stenography. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Court like, reporting you, is a lot of fun. You can get a job. <laughs> no. Sure. All goes to hell. You're yeah, and good. They, and actually, I was interning at a place, and they were ready to hire me, and I was like, No, I'm going to do the movie thing. They're like, What? I'm like, Yep. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> And uh, they're well, like, there she's just blowing her future. <laughs> they're like, why though? You're good at this. I'm like, well, why are you gonna throw I can this still be good at it later. So there you go. There I can go. do it. Are you an home. amazingly fast typist? I yes. Yes. Nice. Does that yeah. help? Like yeah. when you got a script, you're like, you no. Do that, you do that Stephen King writing. I actually handwrite my scripts <laughs> first because I'm like a weirdo and I like. I think that's smart. I like it. I I remember I think it better. Genius. And then I and then I type it. To yeah. be absolutely honest, I type 
completely different than how I actually handwrite. Like the words Most that come out do. of my mouth, like the comes that that, that <laughs> the words that I perceive onto the computer screen are so different than what I draw on. I paper. hear you saying it's, yeah, it's yeah. very strange. Right, and when Mick right. Foley wrote his first mean. book, it was all handwritten. Really? He had, wow. he had like eleven notebooks that oh, he turned in that someone oh, had to awesome. retype. Oh my Aww. god! So, wow. but I believe in the power of hand. Yeah, hand I like writing. that. I yeah. just feel like, and I scribble out and I cross out. Yeah, it's yeah. a little. It, nobody could ever decipher what's going on in my head with all these arrows and things, mm-hmm. but it works you know. for me. If it's your process and it right. works, right? Sometimes great. my handwriting it. sucks though. But mine is terrible. Yeah, mine's pretty mine awful. Is, I might as well be a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely write prescriptions. Let's. let's I could write that. prescriptions. Could easily write prescriptions. I'm not sure if this is for Viagra or Vicodin. Give him one of each. He'll have a great time. <laughs> Give him a half and half. He'll be fine. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But um, what got me into uh, starting my own production company was I was looking to act, and I was having a really hard time getting into it. And of course, anyone could be an extra all the time. You can you can do a day job in the city any day you want of the week. Pretty much, there's something going on. Uh, very easy to find. If you are curious about that, you can message me. I'll help you out. Um, I'm really helpful, by the way. I'm not like horrible. And then uh, anyway, I was having a hard time doing it, and I just. I was working at the time, going to school at the time, and um, I did a few productions, okay. and I never, ever saw the light of day. I never saw them. I never saw them fi- be finished, and I thought, like, this is ridiculous. I'm working all these hours and trying to get a reel to- together, and I can't get it together. Like, why is no one helping me out with this? Why is nobody finishing a project they start? That, like, infuriated me. Mm-hmm. Run into the same problem in comics all the time. Yeah, they never finish what they start. No, no. Everyone's like, right? let's make a comic book, and then, like... Three weeks into it, you don't hear from anyone it's ever done. again. Yeah, the idea was cute, and then it's right, and then you never see your stuff. And and I have I've had other actors come to me all the time, and now I do their actor reels, and they pay me to do their acting reels. But um, they're like, what can we do that we can get done? I'm like, tell me everything you want to do. We'll sit down with a plan, and I'll do your acting reel for you, so you don't have to wait on jobs because these actors need these reels for jobs. So right. I was getting annoyed, and I was like, I, I ended up getting a job as a PA, so as productive assistant behind the scenes, and I fell in love with behind the scenes so much. That That's I was usually like, like the entry point for a lot of people. Right? Yes, of yeah. course. You hear about that all the time of PAs like directors are. Are... Yeah, and you get treated like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the bottom of the barrel. Right. I wasn't gonna curse, but first of all, never I'm hit just me. Gonna <laughs> add ever. At Don't ever do that. Second of all, 39. it can be edited. It's true. It's okay. But, um, One word. We're good. But anyway, so uh, I started my own production company where I did a couple of short films and I ended up linking up with my old business partner and we made a bunch of things and then that ended up going into our feature, which I started Nefarious. But since then, I got a lot of recognition because I worked on anything that I could do at the time. I never said no to any of the jobs. I ended up working with uh, Ron Jeremy, Alec Baldwin, Danny Glover. Um, who else have I worked with? Everyone. Um, oh, Joan Jett, Chuck Zito, Edward Asner. So those, and it's only been three and a half years for me. Chuck Zito's massive. Yeah, he is. And he's great. He's a great guy to have on your side, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Ed Asner. I, I believe. Oh, and I love Ed yeah. Asner. The funniest part, I think it was, uh, uh, I forget which movie it was. I think it was, I, I, Hey, I Know That Voice. It was a documentary of, of a bunch of voice so actors. Much. I know. So much. They, they, they much. show how much he has, but Jay how they, inter- how they introduce him though was fantastic because he's like, hi, I'm Ed Asner. And he pulls out a switchblade and it's just ching. And he's like, hey, and then it just cuts oh to like gosh. what he's done. And I'm like, it's, uh, this it's is why hundreds, I love Ed Asner. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of oh, cameos and goodness. TV shows, and yes. it's endless. And he's such a nice guy, and he's mm-hmm. he's always like ready to do something new. He says if he stops That's acting, awesome. it'll kill him. Oh. How old? So, I mean, he's, he's like, I think he's how in old his Ed 80s Asner? now. Asner, eighties. I the nineties. I thought it was eighties. I feel like he. I worked with him last summer. I'm gonna say mid eighties. I thought it was eighties. Let's find out right now. Shall he we? is eighty nine years. Yes. We are close. We're yes. on the cusp. Yes, we are. He's just going, man. He is. He's rocking it. 
all credit to him. Anyway, I apologize. No, it's all right. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't been in the industry long, but I'm I'm a go-getter. I, I wanted to do this for so long, and now I'm so in love with it. Every... I love his Twitter handle, the only Ed Asner. Oh, that's amazing. The only one. I don't know any others, do you? Nope. Yeah. Who, who cares about the nope. others? There's only one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, There can be only one. Cue the Highlander music. <laughs> when I want something, I go for it, and, and I won't stop. So every year I focus on, on how can I get better at this one thing I'm having a hard time with, and I do it, and I get over the hurdle, and I just keep going. So this year our picture quality is best it's ever been our lighting is the best it's ever been our lighting is so good we're matching moods this time to every single thing there's nothing is going to be left out our sound is the best quality we've ever had of sound awesome um and our team is is the tightest coolest team ever and we've gone through the worst people right i fired someone in mississippi and flew them back i was so furious with them wow um that's i just don't even care because i don't have time to waste our productions every every minute counts and it's I, I don't mess around. I want this. I want to go all the way. But so then again, though, you you do have to trud through the mud to find the the most oh. steady pieces of ground. So to find the best people, yeah. you mm-hmm. have to go through. We did. Those horrible. We dragged that girl people. through the mud yeah, too. But when we hit the ground, we hit it uh, running. Yeah, nice. we really do. But uh, we made it work. We found a great team, and and uh, every you can actually see it's so weird. Like you could see the quality of our work through the years just get better and better. And we haven't great. been in this. That's long. a beautiful thing. That's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. And we plan on getting even better. And we've got better rigs this time. We've got cranes. We've got steady cams, gimbals. You name it, we've got it now, nice. and uh, we're ready to go. Right? We're ready to rock. Oh yeah, we definitely are. I'm just ready to get on set. You know what I mean, Eric? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just ready. Very. I just ready. don't want you know what happens is you get. Um, egos and people that like show up late and and i won't tolerate it this time gotcha i'll just simply replace big big thing is never show up late yeah i tell i tell actors all the time just show up early yeah Mm -hmm. show up you're gonna be sitting around waiting anyway like if you forgot to do your makeup don't worry the makeup girl will do it like it's not a big deal i've always been taught of if you're on time you're late if you're early you're on time yes that's literally how i've been taught my entire life and it's hurry up and wait and that's movies sadly but it's true so what's important is that you're paying everybody right yeah so nice. for people to show up late, that is a disrespect. Well, I'm not paying them if they show up late. Well, that's my my, my point. There so you, go. You, you have a certain yeah. budget. Time is money, as as they say. Yeah. You're doing all this hard work, then the people should show you respect because it is a job. It is a real thing. It's not like just you're just some girl with a camera. Sure, sure, sure. You're an actual production company making movies, making films, and you're paying everybody. What, yeah, it's what a more? Lot. What more can you ask for? I know. It's 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 fun. Millions though. of yeah. dollars. But Mark. you know what? We make it really easy Angel for everyone else. It's just it's the crew that gets slammed, honestly, and nobody realizes it. The crew is is everything. We make it look easy. We really make it look so easy, and like everyone always goes, "Oh, Sarah, you can do this, so I can do it too." I'm like, "Go ahead, go for it." You know, I don't I don't stop anybody from doing anything. We're very graceful when we're doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> too graceful, <laughs> but um, it's fine, and uh, it's a lot of work. We we treat the actors really well, and we. We try to make sure everybody's happy on set at all times, you know? Nice. So we just appreciate if people show up on time because if somebody gives me a hard time before we even cast, they're not being cast. So that's kind of how we do it now. I, I used oh. to used to let a lot slide. So Not anymore. No. no. We're cracking the, the whip. The are tight. We're they cracking are. the whip right now. They are. So when the movie comes out, what distribution do you have? Is it DVD? Is it a download? Where can people see? Menagerie uh, um, is the latest one, right? Yeah. Um, well, everything is about to be available on Amazon. So we're working out something right now. But uh, this next one, we're actually going to be doing all the film festivals because we're going to be taking it to the big ones. We didn't do that for the last one. I kind of was rushing through the last one, and I didn't even 
submit it to any festivals, and a, and a few actors gave me a hard time, so I decided to just pull it out altogether and said, nope, I'm not bringing it to the festivals. Thank you. That's You can thank yourself. So can you tell us a little but bit about- But I premiered it, and it sold out. Yeah. So yeah. Can, you, can you tell us a little bit about the whole film festival market? I mean, how does that work? Because from what I understand, you actually have to pay- You have to pay. To have your movie shown. Yep. So you have to pay a fee, um, depending on what it is. You can do it early. I, I like. I'd rather do early if I can, because I feel like- you pay a little extra, but I feel like you get more consideration. It's seen by more people. That mm-hmm. that may or may not be true. I'm just, I would just believe if it's there, it's you available. You have to pay more for early. Early, yeah. Yeah. And 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 for late as well. Hmm. It goes up when you're late too. But then there's a regular fee. You can just enter it at the regular time. And then, uh, yeah, you just hope that you get placed. You know, I've won awards on my a bunch of my shorts, um, but I didn't enter the last one, so. We'll see what happens. And now you're saying one. you didn't enter it because you felt rushed, but that was because you felt rushed by the actors wanting you to get it in. Yeah. Okay. So I just said I just pulled it completely. So like, skip you again and go ahead. Well, no, but we did the premiere. So if you didn't go to the premiere, I guess you missed it. There you, you know? go. Fair so enough. There you go. That's how it's going to be for now, but it will be available eventually uh, by the end of this year. So don't worry, everyone that missed it. I'm not. I'm not the Grinch. So people who want to work on this new project, the yes. the one, the I. The one. The one. I was right the first time. The yeah, one. The one. How can I get in contact with you? Um, well, you can send me a message uh, through our Facebook or through our social media, which is my social media, which everyone seems to want to do anyway, um, through our website. Also, I have ads out on Backstage, out on Actors Access Casting Network. So if you're an actor already, it should pop right up there for you. What's the website's name? Um, actorsaccess.com. No, your website. My web. Oh, www.silentenvyproductions.com, of course. <laughs> Silent Envy Productions, guys. Same thing on Facebook. And same thing on Facebook, same thing on Instagram, Twitter, the works. They got their branding down. Yeah, nice. you got to yeah. match. You got to match. Where did the yeah. name come from, Silent Envy? Um, she was silently envious. <laughs> I was bartending one night. and um, <laughs> Yeah, with Eric. and uh, That's where all the good ideas come from. Sure, sure. It was a good time. Definitely. And... Uh, <laughs> I forgot what happened, but we were just. I can't talking. curse, but some yeah, someone annoyed some, me. Some dude, which is not shocking, and uh, <laughs> I forgot what I did. But anyway, I said like silent envy, and then we we're just kind of talking, and oh, that has a good ring to it, because we needed to change our film company name from our old one, and uh, so you're gonna burn it to the ground. Oh, it's already done. Yeah, um, toast. So uh, we changed the name, and now it's Silent Envy Productions, and we never look back really, and it's great, and everyone seems to like it. So nice. it works out. And we're going to make sure that we stick to our name and make sure every year our quality gets better and better. And that's it. You know, now with independent film, it's it's a whole it's a whole different universe than than a big budget film. You always have sure. to be doing fundraiser or trying to get money. And I know you, you actually made that last fundraiser, right? Yep. yep. So how does how does how do you decide what your budget is? How far ahead when you're making a movie do you decide what the budget is or are you doing it as you're making the movie? Uh, I guess both. Um, the higher, the better. But um, we have an idea of what everything's going to roughly cost us and what yeah, we have. Yeah, because we've done it already in the past. Like, we know yeah. what certain things cost, like rentals and stuff. So we right. have a very vague idea of, like, what we want. Yeah, we kind of have it already, like, a base price. Obviously, we can always do more with more money. Like, this time, we're going to have an airplane. Uh, last time, we had ambulances and stuff. So it just depends on what we have in the, in the movie and what's at our disposal. So we obviously, we go through what we have already. 
that we that cost us nothing. And then we add in locations, permits, fees, um, makeup artists, actors, fees, uh, location, wardrobe. Um, I already said location. Wardrobe, um, transportation, transportation yep. you know, everything like that. Like, do we have to fly anyone out this time? Like, we flew, like, six people out last time. There's, there's just a lot that goes on, you know, budget-wise. And what can we afford? And what can we do in catering? And we have to put it all in. It costs thousands of dollars. I would say it costs over probably $2,500 minimum a day to film. So do you use, minimum. so when you're writing a script, do you use those numbers in your mind while you're writing a script? I can't, we can't do this scene because it's going to cost this much. Uh, do you cater to no, that? Being that, 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 really. that? That limits you then. Yeah, not really. I write the script and then I go through it and then I, I think like, is this impossible or is this possible? Um, nothing's really impossible. Um, you just have to really use just your resources. There's some money at that problem. Yeah, you, you do. <laughs> and, um, you know, but nothing's really impossible, you know, and a lot of people are usually willing to help or help you out if, you, if you're if you honest. I, I feel like honesty is probably the better way to go. Would you say it's the best policy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is the best policy, honesty. Very well. Thank you. That was you're funny. Welcome. So how many years has it been since you decided to, to do all this? When you first decided to start out? Wait a minute. Let when me guess. I, four years. Yeah, just about. Because I was listening. Yeah, just about. <laughs> no, but I was no, I was I was pre- I was prefacing. <laughs> no, you're right. That was good. I Thank was you. prefacing this. So, yep. what would you tell yourself four years ago that you know now? Um. Try harder. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do more. Do more. You're not doing enough. Eric, what do you say? What would you tell? Keep going. Do more. Back then. Um, don't sweat the small stuff and just keep going because it's all going to work out in the end. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You have to learn like, it, the, the small stuff is what brings you down. You yeah. got to just not, like, think of it and you just got to keep thinking of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. always another, um, there's always someone better than you, no yeah. matter where you are. Yeah, but you can't match yourself and to you that. You can't compare You got to be your own best self and you just got to just work hard. You just got to try to be, like, for example, I'm obviously not a million-dollar production, you know, but you have to. Yeah. Yet, oh, oh I will be. Go. But we can I make it look be. like it. But we can make it look very close to it, and that's mm. where that's where we win, and that's what's great, and the quality really matters, and and the story matters, and the sound matters. Sound is everything, honestly. If you can't hear it, who's gonna watch it? Like if your thing is like the whole time, who's Basically, gonna the deaf? Yeah, <laughs> it's over. Just yeah. like that uh, that show we can't talk about. <laughs> Show that that radio coming. show that no longer exists. That's right. That means one less piece of competition for exactly, us. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, I don't think they're really a competition. <laughs> they the weren't much place. competition, trust us. I'm oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure they weren't. But if yeah, they were, maybe. but if they, they were, they're in the ground now. Exactly. Six <laughs> feet under note, concrete. I passed by that building the other day, and all the um, things were pulled down. Good. I was like, oh, they're not even open as a store. Ooh, wow, boy. You're like right out of. Um, <laughs> Damn. You're like right out of the Untouchables. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. No, I'm actually a really nice. That's another I'm actually movie a very nice watched. person. That's okay. Yeah. Add it to the list. I just oh, have right. a lot of a lot going on my nah, plate right now. I like how you have to. You said that at least six I know. times. <laughs> you know. But you don't have to convince me because you really. Well, you, you know really what? are a nice person. Yeah. I wouldn't have you on the show if I thought you were a jerk. Everyone's like, "Oh, you make <laughs> horror films for a living." Oh You've never gosh. had Lou Ferrigno on. That's right, and so he's a jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> oh, you're a jerk, Lou. Oh, I don't even, I'm just kidding. You might not not be. Don't ever hire Lou Ferrigno. Oh, okay. yes, I won't. Yes, if you could do anything for me ever in your life, <laughs> okay. never. 
Hire him. Why don't we hire him and then fire him? Oh my god, that'd be so much better. What? If I hire, we hire him and then fire him. Oh, that would that would be even better. We gotta talk about your new employment. (laughs) Eric Eric will tell you what happens next. So awesome. (laughs) Um, We have less than five minutes to go, so we have to do our final thoughts. So Zambo, since you are to my right, final thought. Hmm. Well, I say keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, Very, very cool of what you guys are doing, and I and I honestly wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. If I can ever make it to one of the premieres as a person, I am more than happy to try. Oh, we'd love to have you, Charles. Charlie comes to like all of our premieres. Awesome. We always send Charlie because Charlie is. Charlie's like a premier slut. Shout out to to Charlie. He He was like, Can I go? I'm like, You can go wherever you want. You're the sweetest. I've actually put him in the last movie. Him and his dog. He's in it. A man and his dog. Yeah. (laughs) Just a really quick cameo. Does does he I told him I would. Does he No, no. He's a he's a he's like a neighbor and he's like he's like, Oh, it's terrible what's going on in the neighborhood. Mark, have you had any cameos in films yet? I have had a cameo in um, the the Robert Longo uh, Vixens of Virtue, Vixens of Vice. I was in the background. I was in Say the, that five times fast. Vixens of Virtue, Vixens of Vice. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I am sweating. I've had like a few a myself. <laughs> Eric McAuliffe. All right. Solid Envoy Productions. Final thought. Um, watch our movies. That's all I have to yeah. say. <laughs> That's a good final thought. Yeah. Very good. Sarah thought. Martin. Final thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and then wow. watch our movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! You watch it. <laughs> How the interview went sideways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'll get the bleaching plastic. I hope to kill you. <laughs> wow. Make you watch you, it, and if you don't, I'll really Your kill you. Your services are always appreciated. It's like right wow. out of my big fat Greek. Hey, we're gonna kill you. Hey, <laughs> oh, we're gonna drag you. Uh. Dominic, I got a gun. I'm gonna shoot you. Is, is that your final thought, Dominic? <laughs> no, my final thought is <clears throat> air conditioning. Yes, very true. I wish it would turn on right now, but it won't. Yes, we need... Why won't it? How hot does it have to get in here? The sensor is not in this room, so that's why. We need to fix that. Uh, I know. We've been talking to the landlord. Hopefully, fingers crossed, very soon. At the very least... Fans. Yes, yes. Silent so, ones. Silent, silent fan on silent, silent and envious ones. Yeah. Yeah. Silent, silent and envious fans. Fan. So you <laughs> grab a silent fan and just you put a label you on can't it and hear call them, it envious. But they're secretly they wish they were us. <laughs> exactly. No matter what. So my final thought is this we've had Sarah on before. She is a really nice person. <laughs> she is very dedicated. You can tell by her passion of, of right. her love of her yes. work. We've done many interviews, we've done many we've covered a lot of her stuff on our Facebook page. We actually have some interviews, which unfortunately uh, Charlie wasn't being able to bring today, which we were supposed to play. Next time. And Yes, we'll play on that next time. But a fascinating news segment. It was so awesome. Charmin Ultra. <laughs> Charmin Ultra. Less is more. So yeah. I want to continue much more. continued success. When the movie comes out, we want you to come back, and we'll have a nice air conditioned room this time, so you can be in it. Um, so that about does it on this week when it came from Does the radio. it really? Join us right here and every week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, tough. Go to our website www.itcamefromradio. Listen to our archives we have in a week or so. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a YouTube page. Uh, check us on Beyond Door Studios or such places as <clears throat> Pocket Cast, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker or Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Sound. Cast, A Cast, Cast Box, Tune In, Stitcher, Podmus, and Luminary, or just Google It Came From the Radio. And we will see you uh, next week. You've been listening to It Came From the Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.